Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, February 6th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8. 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Tetzavah, and it means, You shall command. Exodus 2720-2812 You shall further instruct the Israelites to bring you clear oil of beaten olives for light, lighting, for kindling lamps regularly. Aaron and his sons shall set them up in the tent of meeting outside the curtain which is over the ark of the pact to burn from evening to morning before Hashem. It shall be a dew from the Israelites for all time throughout the ages. 
You shall bring forward your brother Aaron with his sons from among the Israelites to serve me as Kohanim, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Itamar, the sons of Aaron. Make sacral vestments for your brother Aaron, for dignity and adornment. Next you shall instruct all who are skillful, whom I have endowed with the gift of skill, to make Aaron's vests, for consecrating him to serve me as Kohen. These are the vestments they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a fringed tunic, a headdress, and a sash. They shall make those sacral vestments for your brother Aaron and his sons, for priestly service to me. They, therefore, shall receive the gold, the blue, the purple, and the crimson yarns, and the fine linen. They shall make the ephod of gold, of blue, purple, and crimson yarns, and of fine twisted linen worked into designs. It shall have two shoulder pieces attached. They shall be attached at its two ends. And the decorated band that is upon it shall be made like it, of one piece with it, of gold, of blue, purple, and crimson yarns, and of fine twisted linen. Then take two lazuli stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on the one stone, and the names of the remaining six on the other stone, in the order of their birth. On the two stones you shall make seal engravings, the work of a lapidary, of the names of the sons of Israel, having bordered them with frames of gold, attach the two stones to the shoulder pieces of the ephod, as stones for remembrance of Benai Israel, whose names Aaron shall carry upon his two shoulder pieces for remembrance before Hashem. Matthew 24, 29-51 Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree, When his branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So likewise, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day an hour knows no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, 
marrying and given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man comes. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord has made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looks not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 30, 1-12 I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from the grave. You have kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of of his holiness, for his anger endures but a moment. In his favor is life, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor you have made my mountain to stand strong. You did hide your face, and I was troubled. I cried to you, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise you? Shall it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Proverbs 7, 24-27 Hearken unto me now, therefore, O you children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. For she has cast down many wounded, yes, Many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. I'd like to speak to you today from Matthew chapter 24, and we're going to continue our deep dive on answering the question, what are the signs 
of the coming of Yeshua the Messiah. Because that's how the chapter begins. The disciples ask Yeshua, what are the signs of his second coming? So Yeshua is answering that question in this chapter. So one of the things he talks about is in the days of Noah, verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. They knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So basically what he's saying here is that they were living normal life. Uh, getting married, working, partying, and all of a sudden, suddenly, the judgment of God came through the flood. But I see something else deeper of a comparison between the days of Noah and the days of today. What was going on in the days of Noah? Let's go back to Genesis chapter 6. And in Genesis chapter 6, I'll start in verse 1. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, verse 2, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. Well, who are these sons of God? They are demons. And who are the daughters of men? Well, they're women, earthly, human women. And so demonic entities had sexual relations with earthly women. They took wives to themselves. And this tells, we learn more about this in verse 4, Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. So they had offspring, and their offspring were also known as the Nephilim. So the Nephilim were uh, offspring from the sons of God and the daughters of men, and they were giants. They were huge. Uh, Some people who've done research on this say that they had red hair. They were extremely tall. They had sometimes six fingers instead of five. And so the genetic line, the human genome, was being corrupted because now the genome is being uh, interfered with from demonic seed. So... This is one of the reasons that God had to wipe out all people on the earth except for Noah and those who were on the ark with him. And it says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 6, And the Lord was very sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart, because he saw such incredible evil, and wickedness. 
you saw such incredible evil and wickedness. Now we have this bioweapon injection, the COVID-19 injection, and it is a bioweapon. Millions of people have died. Hundreds of thousands of people have had adverse reactions. And it is a kill shot. It causes myocarditis, heart inflammation, all kinds of inflammation in the body, neural issues in the nervous system. And it also literally rewrites your DNA. It has messenger RNA in it. And the mRNA talks to your DNA, and it's doing gene editing. You can go to the Moderna website and look for yourself about their mRNA technology. They basically say in their own words, we are giving you the software of life, and we are putting in an operating system into your body. They are actually telling you the truth, that they're putting in an operating system. So it's editing your genes and changing your DNA, and that's similar to what was happening during the days of Noah, when the sons of God mated with the daughters of men. The human genome was being corrupted, and the human genome today is being corrupted. And so this is a big sign that the Lord is going to return, that he's going to come back because of this corruption of the human genome that is going on in a very wide scale. So continuing on, let's go back now to chapter 24, verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. That's a big hint. The Son of Man coming in clouds. Okay, now when the Hebrews left Egypt, they were led cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. And that cloud by day was with them for 40 years, the whole time that they were wandering in the wilderness, in the desert. This cloud was, I believe, the pre-incarnate presence of Yeshua. And so here we have this verse telling us that they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. So when we have our second exodus, and it's time to come out of her, my people, and it's time to go, time to get out of Dodge, We are going to be led cloud by day and pillar of fire by night, just like the Hebrews were when they left Egypt. And this verse is telling us that we will see him in the clouds. So he's also exhorting us to watch in verse 42. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. So we're to be watching, watching, looking, looking for his return, and praying for it, crying out to him, Yeshua, please come back, please return. How much more sin, how much more evil, how much more wickedness can go on in this world 
Oh, Yeshua, please, please rescue your people. Redeem your people. Please come back and come for your bride. And yet he's also very patient. He's, he doesn't want for anyone to, to perish or to die, but he wants all to come into salvation, into the knowledge of him. So it's not his will that any should perish. So he is patient. And there is a day coming when the Lord will turn our mourning into dancing, and he will take our ashes and give us beauty, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so that day of restoration is coming. It's coming soon, my friend. Be watching, looking for, seeking after, and praying for the return of our Messiah, Yeshua. Have a blessed day. Adonai Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>